special edition. Today we are going to talk about All Hallows Eve or Samhain. So before we start and continue into our journey of today's podcast, we are going to ask Jen to please read a beautiful goddess blessing for us. Lady of the Harvest, now is the time to feast and frolic, for we meet on the edge of winter's shadow. All the seed that was sown in springtime past has long been reaped. The fields stand barren, empty, and the spirit shall soon turn inward. The world's fabric grows thin, and souls of the dead pass by on their way to Summerland. Bless their passing, for though to some it seems an ending, this exodus of spirit foreshadows new beginnings. Thus do we celebrate the dawn of the new year. Blessed be. Blessed be. Beautiful. That's very lovely. And that is, um, that is from the Book of Hours by Galen Gillett? Gillette? Oh, it depends. I think it's French. It's probably French. Like Gillette. Gillette or something like that? I don't know. Beautiful. So... Yes, as I said in the beginning, we are going to be talking about All Hallows' Eve, Halloween, Samhain, Samhain, depending on how you celebrate it. We're eclectic here, so we pull a little bit from everything. (laughs) And to get started, I guess I'll go ahead and do the card reading, and then we'll get into our topic and happiness and other things, as long as this stupid thing's supposed to stay with us. So... (laughs) We're having mic issues, so bear with us. (laughs) Okay, so what should we ask the cards about? I'm doing oracle cards today, the Law of Attraction oracle cards. And we're just going to probably, I guess, maybe ask a question about, um, Hmm. I don't know. Maybe because it's, it's the new year. Right. We should maybe... Do a new year's uh, a new year reading. Would be good. Out with the old and with, with the, new. the new. Okay, so what are we saying goodbye to, and what are we asking to come forth and bring yes. us harmony and balance and peace? And... All right, let me see if I got these, and I'm doing it differently. My hands aren't so big. I got tiny hands. I'm only five foot five. Give me a break. <laughs> All right, these are really different. So I'm just gonna lay down the first three that we pulled Mm. out. And the first one is magnetism. The second one is believe. And the third one is flexibility, which we seem to be having to do a lot tonight. Yeah, no kidding. (laughs) So um, beautiful cards. Um, Magnetism has a female on it. Um, she is standing like a goddess, one hand in the air, and where's my flashlight because it's getting dark in here, um, with a dog as a companion. Um, she also looks like she might be pregnant. Um, isn't this a really cool looking card? It's almost like, like Grecian times. Mm-hmm. So, very pretty. And 
on these cards, the, the front has a picture and it gives you, like I said, the topic of this particular card is magnetism. And you flip it over and it gives you what the definition of the card is for. And this card states, I attract and magnetize to me all that I need to get what I want. And I think that's brilliant for right now because we need a lot of things. Like we need peace, we need harmony, we need to get this new year off going with a bang and not having problems with this mic. <laughs> oh God, you're going to keep bringing this up. I know. Believe is the next card. And on the back of that is, I believe that each check I write brings money back <laughs> to me tenfold. Well, you know what? In today's world, we don't really write checks anymore. So every time I slide my debit card, I guess I'm going to get money back tenfold. Or the fact that you reap what you sow. If you put in a good hard earns work you get back what you need if you put in hard work with hobbies with your job with life itself cultivating your life it's going to come back to you positively tenfold hundredfold that's the way i look at it flexibility this is pretty oh we didn't discuss the card though the card for believe has a beautiful butterfly on it and if anyone knows anything about butterflies butterflies represent um, new beginnings, uh, a new path, new journey, um, rebirth. So that, I like that. And it's really colorful. And flexibility has what looks like, I'm trying to think of what type of birds it would be. Maybe sparrows, but two beautiful sparrows, a couple of trees, water. And flexibility is the third card. And it says, I'm flexible and adaptable. Adaptable to change while I pursue my ambitions. Well, we're looking for another good year in doing our podcast, cultivating our lives, um, bringing forth positivity, sending it out, um, raising people up, not tearing them down, raising ourselves up when we have issues, moving forward, working through our problems, our emotions. Because um, no one's perfect. We all have baggage. We all have skeletons in the closet. We all struggle. So um, if we think positive, we attract the positive stuff that we want in life back to us. If we believe in what we want to attain, we can achieve it. And as long as we're flexible, knowing that it may not happen or something comes and disrupts what we're doing, we work around, through it and around it and get ourselves through whatever it is that we need to achieve. So this is going to be a trying year, but as long as we stay true to what we want to do, bring the message that we want to deliver and attract those that we want to hear us and give us feedback and you know, give us some insight into things we may not know and learn that it'll be a wonderful year, this new year. Because for us, this is our new year. What I like about these cards yes. is the sentences on the back are kind of like examples of what how, how you can apply mm -hmm. the cards to your own life. Mm-hmm. So I think that the, all the listeners out there should try to incorporate these three words into their own lives by coming up with 
sentences mm-hmm. or affirmations yes. pertaining to magnetism, belief, flexibility. You know, write things out that you want to see for the coming year. Like and a vision you, board. Or right, something. a vision board. But as affirmations. So right. that, like, if you have them up, or you see them every day, or you say them every day, then they become a part of a you. Part of you. And isn't that what the law of attraction is, which is what uh, yes. the cards are, right? Right. The, the more that you, you believe something, you think of something, you see something, mm-hmm. the more energy you put into that, the more it's going to be present in your own life. You're attracting those things right. into your life. Right. Yeah. And when you start thinking negative, you go to these affirmations you write down things that inspire you, keep you going to help change the mindset of that negativity and put it back on a positive track. Mm -hmm. And that's what everybody needs to do. It's not just Jenna. It's not just me. We all need to do that with our lives because nobody is perfect. We all have problems. We all have situations that pop up that sometimes we're like, Oh God, are we going to get through this? Am I going to get through this? Am I going to pass this? Am I going to do that? Yeah, you will. You have mm-hmm. to be positive. Your mindset has to be set that way. And I, I agree with you. I think that's great. Maybe we can do a podcast one time where we talk about how we create our own cards that yeah. inspire us, keep us going, our affirmations daily, journaling and everything else. That would be really wonderful. I, I like them. What do you think of the front of the cards? They... They kind of look like paintings, um, but it's almost like somebody painted a bunch of different paintings right. and then kind of put them together. Right. Yeah. Cause and like, that, that kind of makes sense to me because... Isn't life like a puzzle? Right. You're, you're, you're bringing a bunch of different things and you're making your own reality. Mm-hmm. You're making things that were once existing somewhere else or existing alone... And you're making them exist together or work together. Like, for example, this magnetism card. Mm -hmm. You've got this woman who is definitely from a different time. Right. And and then you just, you have a dog. Mm -hmm. And it's not 100% sure what the background is. Right. It looks like it could be hills. It looks like it could be fabric. Right. It looks like... Flowers. Flowers, yeah. I mean, it... This, maybe it's sky back there, maybe it's water back there. We don't really know. But it, it just looks like you're taking a bunch of things from different paintings and you're just putting them together to make them work and making your own reality out of it. Yeah. I, I, I think you really described that pretty well because I was like, is that ever? It's like a flower. You know, but you, you have to it's, stop. Right. It's what, it's, what, right. it's what you want it to be right. in the moment. Because everybody's perspective is different. Right. Right. And um, we're going to move on to happiness. So, Jen, can you tell us any happiness that you had? I came up with an idea. Okay. Because I am not really a heavy social media person. I'm just not. Um, I, I tend to get kind of busy and I'm kind of a private person. So the whole idea of social media is is, is very difficult for me to wrap my head around sometimes. Right. So I'm trying to find a way to be a little bit more active on social media. Okay. At least in my own personal life. 
And so I came up with this idea um, about uh, creating a maybe like a ditty a week. A what? A ditty. A ditty. Okay. Uh -huh. And what I mean by that is, you know, on Instagram you get like a minute, right, right. to make a video. So right. I was thinking that maybe like once a week I could sing a one-minute song. Oh, uh, that would be cool. And just, I don't know, post it on Instagram just for fun. And that would just kind of keep me, you know... At least my presence on there will be a little bit more. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's that's really cool. I like that <laughs> idea. So, and maybe if, you know, if it catches on and people like it, then maybe you guys can send requests and, and I'll do whatever song you guys request. Oh, so can I request the first song? Sure. I want you to sing a Celtic song. Okay. And I want it to be... Um, uh, the Heather, the, the, the Heatherfield one that you did at, um, Inquire. You did the first Heather, part. Heather on the Hill. Heather on the Hill, but, and you did the first, um, one in a Scottish. Didn't you sing it in Scottish? The very first verse? Did I? I think so. If not. It was so it, long ago? Yeah, I know. <laughs> it was two years ago, something like that. But that's what I like to hear because it really show, showcases your voice because it's it, it flows and it. So you want me to do what part of the song? Because I only get a minute. Um. Okay, I guess the chorus part, because that way it does tell people what it is, and they can hear that Heather on the Hill. You know, maybe that, and then run it into the second. As much as I yeah. as much as I can get in there. Yeah. Okay. I will do my best. All right. Sweet. <laughs> and then maybe eventually I'll do something like that. Yeah. I, I gotta get the nerve up because I don't like to have my photo taken. You, or... you know what would be really cool? What? Because you really like to do journaling and poetry and stuff like uh -huh. that. So you should do kind of the same thing, but with that instead. Ooh. Yeah. I guess I can read a poem. Yeah, you could that read a poem, be... yeah, or you could even change it up, where even if it's just you share a journal entry or anything, just yeah. as long as it's writing, you know what I mean? Yeah. And as long as you give yourself um, kind of like a, a, I don't want to say a goal, but you know how like with me, my, my restriction is a minute. Right. So I, it allows me to where I like, I can't get, I can't go overboard, right? Right, right. So if you give yourself kind of like some parameters. Right. Where it can't be... So such and such long or whatever. Yeah, and, and, and then, you know, then you can just kind of share little bits of information, however you want to do that. You can kind of be creative and you just, you know, let it flow. And then people can also send in ideas, kind of like how they request, request subject matter. True. Things that they, they, they want, feelings, emotions. And it Poems I've written, I can right. pull stuff from right. other things. You can so. get creative with it. Yeah. You could even take someone's poem and then do something nifty with it. Yeah, okay. Yeah. That's interesting. Maybe we can make that a challenge with our own Instagram followers. So that, yeah. might, might, be, that might be interesting. Okay. But I can't wait to hear you say that. <laughs> <laughs> so. Okay. My happiness I can't believe it's Halloween! Or AKA Salad! <laughs> <laughs> so, I really wish I could remember the Gaelic Salad song, but I don't. 
it's been a long time. <laughs> I was saying that in so long. But yeah, and then there's more happiness. I'm, I've, you know, I had my surgery in the beginning of September and I've been doing really good. So weight's coming off and I feel good. I'm happier. Can't wait till I get back to real food, but uh-huh. that's going good too. So yeah, I'm like all happy, but it's sorry. <laughs> yeah. It's a night when the veil is thin and, you know, whether you believe this or not, but, you know, you get the chance to have family around, but then you also have to worry about all the ghosts and goblins, as some people say, or the spirits that are have bad intentions, mm-hmm. like to run amok as well, so... But yeah, I just can't wait. So <laughs> it's a fun time of year. Oh yeah! So happy All Hallows Eve, everyone. I guess we'll just jump into our topic since I'm going that way anyway. Unless you got something else to add? Nope, I'm good. Let's we can move on. Okay. Halloween is an annual holiday celebrated each year on October 31st, and Halloween for 2019 <sighs> is actually going to occur today, Thursday, October 31st. So. But what I want to do is bring some history to you. Um, All Hallows Eve is what it's traditionally called, or Samhain. All Hallows Eve is the English term. Samhain is the Irish Gaelic. Samhain is the Scottish Gaelic. And it is Celtic. It is the ancient Celtic festival of Samhain. And what would happen for like three days, people that lived in the villages or the little communities, depending on where they lived, would all come together. They would wear costumes. They would light bonfires. They would, the costumes were to ward off bad ghosts and evil spirits. Um, They would set a table, a spot a, t- a place setting for their relatives and invite their relatives to come and eat dinner with them. Put out their hearth fires in their homes the night before. And after they had the first night of the bonfire, because it is a new year, they would go ahead and take fire from that bonfire back to their homes to light the, their hearth again for a blessing for a new year. It also makes me think of Goddess Bridget because she is the goddess of the fire, the hearth of the home. She is the keeper of the flame. No, I mean, it's it's an old Celtic Sabbath. Um, it, it is the new year. Right. It's the ending of one year and moving on into another. And it's it's obviously not like a calendar year, but it's a seasonal it's a seasonal year, right? It's it's called the Wheel of the Year, right? And um, but it's it's about it's it's showing the life cycle, right? right? You, you you know going from you know you've got winter, spring, summer, fall, oh. and then in the fall everything dies, right? And in the winter everything is dead, and then slowly in the spring everything comes back, and in the summer everything it's like alive and flourishing, right? Yeah. And then, again, we, we go around and around and around. Right. And so it is, it's that time of year where that cycle is ending and then, again, we'll be beginning in the winter, late winter. This holiday has a lot to do with, with spirits. Yes. Um, and many cultures, not just the Celtic people, right. but many cultures around the world 
believe that this time of year is when the the veil is thin. Right. So the other world, the world where the the spirits live, right, um, become part of ours. Right. And it's the strongest or the thinnest. Right. During that period of transition, so between October 31st and then that period where it switches over until November 1st, that transition period is the thinnest of the entire year. All revolves around spirits, ancestors, um, anything supernatural really because that other world is close. Very close. We're we're parallel with them. Mm-hmm. So, and to uh, maybe add a little bit to uh, some of the history, when we say Celtic, we're not just talking about Scots, we're not just talking about the Irish. The Celtic people traveled quite abroad. Um, they mainly resigned themselves to Ireland, Scotland, uh, part of the UK, and northern France. That's where you can find most of the history, um, what was possibly written down after days of old have passed. Um, you can, they've, I mean, pottery and stuff has been found in these areas to confirm the fact that's where the Celtics were. But speaking of um, the spirits, like Jen said, we're not the Celtics weren't the only one. Um, the the Latino culture they have the Day of the Dead, which revolves involves October or excuse me November first and November second. Um, Catholics have gone and taken uh, Samhain, turned it into um, All Hallows Eve, of which is Halloween, and then they have All Saints Day. Their thing was when they became involved in this celebration, children dressed up like saints or angels um, to celebrate. And they also invited their families into their home and that were deceased to celebrate and share um, a meal with them at the dinner table. Just the the history is vast. <laughs> There's yeah. a lot to cover. There is even, um, and I don't know a lot about this, but um, even the Japanese yes. celebrate All Souls Night, um, and they they usually have a lantern festival mm-hmm. where they light lanterns and then they let the lanterns go into the air. Yes. Back in Celtic time, the Celtics and Druids. Um, a Celt- part of the Celtic culture, uh, mainly Irish, is where it extends from. The Druids um, were very spiritual. Um, they The priests would go ahead and um, predict the futures. Um, they would also pass judgment on people because it, their word was coming from the gods. Make prophecies that would be important to the upcoming year and direct them through the long winters. Because in the wintertime, things are dead and 
you know, you can't grow food, you, your harvest is done, whatever you harvest is what's got to get you through to spring to where mm-hmm. you can sow again. Um, and that's another reason why, you know, sowing, you know, to sow, you're reaping what yeah. you've already sown. So <laughs> they celebrate it, getting together, druids would actually wear um, the skins or the heads of animals that died because during their bonfires and this is ancient times this is not today this is not what they do today but ancient times during their bonfires that's when they would take their deceased animals and they would actually make a live sacrifice from a maiden out of the village mm-hmm. and um to appease the gods so that they would have a new good new year Things would come to them. They would make it through the long winter's nights. Um, they shared the food communally with everyone. So everyone fed everybody and took care of each other until it was time to plow and sow seed again. And thank God we don't do that nowadays. <laughs> but back then, you know, that was their way of life. Anytime anyone says sacrifice. Mm-hmm. People immediately jump to conclusions like, oh my God, it's so wrong. Oh my God, we don't do that. Blah, blah, blah. Right. We do. And it wasn't just pagans. It wasn't just Celtic people. Um, Everybody in history used to do it. Mm -hmm. And we still do it now. It's just the way that they went about it was different. Right. Because all sacrifice is, is the word itself. It's that belief that if you cherish something or value something, there's more power when you let it go. Right. And that's all that that is. Did they go about it in a kind of dark way? Yes, they did. Right. But that's, that's what, that's the symbol of that. That's what they were representing when they were doing that. Right. And people do that today in the Catholic religion with Lent. Right. 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 It's the same thing. It's the same principle. They're, they're showing the same thing, but they're doing it in a different way. They're expressing it in a different way. So it's, but it is the same thing. I know. Being Catholic, I would give up chocolate or, uh, every Friday we never ate anything but fish. Um, you know, it, it, to sacrifice is to give up something that means something to you and you're either giving it up completely or you're giving it up for a period right. of time. I don't think that there's anything wrong with sacrifice no. in any way, shape, or form as long as it is your choice. Exactly. If you're choosing right. to make a sacrifice, personal sacrifice, then it's okay. I think what's disturbing about the way that the ancient people used to do it was that they took that freedom of will away right. from people, right? Because to sacrifice somebody else right. is not you sacrificing. Right. And it's one thing if that person wants to sacrifice themselves, but a lot of those people did not have a choice. No. So that's what's... Most of them were brainwashed. Right. Right. So, but the idea of sacrifice is... Is, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I think there's a lot of value mm-hmm. in that, and I do believe that it is, that you it's know, a it is. You yeah, it's yourself. it's yeah, it's a, it it. I I do believe that it's true. Right. Um. But again, it's a decision that you make personally, and it's something that is still practiced today. Yeah, it is. 
it, it's just not as dark and ancient. Right. <laughs> you know, it, 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 nobody wants to sacrifice a child or... Well, an illegal. Right, right. It's not <laughs> legal. It, it's, you know, they were dark times back then. You know, they did things more barbaric back then because they didn't live in civilization as we do now. You know, we have, oh my God, Halloween's like the second largest celebrated uh, season outside of Christmas mm -hmm. or Yule. You know, kids, parents buy numerous bags of candy and hand it out and kids get costumes and dressed up and go out or they make their own. Or and whatever. adults. And adults, yeah. I mean, I, I know quite a few of us that still dress up and walk around with kids. Like me? Oh, well, yeah. well, not the kids, but... Yeah, but, you know, they just like to... It's fun. It, it is a holiday to enjoy. It's, you know, it's festive. You go to parties, bop for apples and, you know, drink and... So, where's the connection? The, like the, where 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 did we go from the ancient times to now? Where did where did those traditions came, come from? Where, it, where where are the symbols? The symbols. Well, the pumpkin still stands. The pumpkins used to be uh, carved out, and what was inside the meat and everything was used for cooking and baking. Um, just as most families who cut out and moms know how to bake, take the insides and mixed up with it and dry out the seeds and everything. So that's a positive um, reflection of knowing that something's still carried on. Um, costumes, dressing up in costumes. Well, even though the kids are dressing up in costumes, that's what they did back then. Mm -hmm. You know, but they back then they did it to ward off evil spirits. Nowadays, it's to see who has the best costume, whether it's handmade or best bought it from the store, like the spirit store or something. Um, things that are still the same. I'm, hello, it's the same night. <laughs> um, if things go bump in the dark, you know, and boom. <laughs> the tricks are still being done to get treats, you know. The, there's parties, um, movies that for Halloween that come out. Um, long time ago... It, Around the bonfires back during Samhain, um, they gathered around to tell ghost stories or tried to tell each other's fortunes. And um, nowadays, you go to a Halloween party, and you might have someone who reads tarot there, telling fortunes there. Um, bobbing for apples is still a big thing. People like to shove people's faces underneath <laughs> water. I, I think it's the difference between... It being spiritual, not being spiritual. Yeah. Because Halloween is just about the candy now and trick or treating. Right. So it's it's and like taking the old holiday, the right. spiritual holiday, right, and taking out all of the spiritualness from it, yeah. and it's kind of what you're left with. Yeah. Thanks to. Because really, it, the holiday is about spirits. It's it's about. Right that other world that exists, that mysterious world that we, the living, don't really know much right. about, and honoring that. And when you take that spiritualness away from that, you're still left with that, woo, 
spooky, there's another world there. Right. But now it just gets taken out of context. And right. it's kind of like, ooh, it's fun, ooh, it's scary. Yeah. You know, that kind of thing. But it's, some of us still keep the tradition yes. to us. And, you know, yeah, I've, I think I've mentioned before I am Catholic, but I'm also Celtic. So, you know, whether you want to believe it or not, and I'm speaking to this to people who could be listening to this, we all are entitled to our beliefs. Right. And walk our path. And I may not have agreed with everything that the Druids did, but Celtic-wise, the spiritual embracement of connecting with our ancestors, you know, the people that left before us, mm-hmm. and opening our home to them for a night... And offering them food way into the 50s and 60s were leaving milk and stuff out in front of their door mm-hmm. for spirits and the fairies so they wouldn't come inside. You honor those that have left and you welcome them and you... And it's, it's the celebration of life, really. Right. Because you're you're celebrating the life of people that have passed. Right. And I don't really think it is a particular religion. No. If you believe in a soul and you believe that the soul goes somewhere after you die, mm-hmm. it doesn't really matter what else you believe. Right. So you can perfectly believe in whatever religion that you want to believe in and still honor um Samhain. Mm-hmm. You can still honor Halloween in the way that it used to be. Mhm. Um fine. You don't have to feel, you know, think that it's an evil thing because it's not. That's, that's all that it is. Right. It's just honoring and remembering right. the people that have gone before. And, and it's, and it's not just one day. It is a, it is basically like a three day event. A three day. Yeah. Yeah. It's the day going in to the first day of the new year and then the day coming out of it because you're welcoming the family and Mm-hmm. And then you're sending them home mm-hmm. on the third day. And um, I'm pagan, everybody, in case mm-hmm. nobody knew. But um, for Samhain, many, many years, when we used to have coven rituals, mm-hmm. um, we used to get a lantern. And you can light it um, with anything, really. Um, mm-hmm. if, you're, if you're really wanting to be safe, you know, you can even get the, the electric, you know, the battery-operated ones. We would sit in a circle, and we would pass the lantern around, and you would say whatever you wanted to say about somebody who passed, if you were holding the lantern. So if it was if you were holding the lantern, it was your turn to speak, and you had a moment to say whatever you wanted to say about a particular person. And we would go around multiple times. Mm-hmm. So you each time the lantern went around, you could say somebody else. That's really lovely. Yeah. You know, because they, being someone and the veil being thin, mm-hmm. they're with us. They can hear what's being said. They, right. You know, especially if it's very, coming from the heart and it's about missing them and everything, that, that feels to them. You know, right. it connects to them and it connects them back to you. And then you can share a moment. Right. And when you're in a group like that, a lot of times there's always going to be people that other people knew as well. Right. 
So, you know, and then other and it and sometimes you know other people have they they kind of add on to what you've already said and Right. And it's, it's a way to connect and Yeah, that's very lovely to share. But I bet you that's stuff they did back then too because it is celebrating a life, you know, just because that person is already gone doesn't mean they're forgotten. Um in England, they would have parades for on All Souls Day. And during the festivities, the poor citizens, the citizens that were either homeless or they had too many kids, they didn't have enough food or anything, that other families would actually give them soul cakes. And they were little cakes that were probably made out of um, either the pudding um, cakes or the meat pies or whatever. They'd fit in your hand in return for those families that had nothing that were just given food to pray and bless the families who gave them the soul cakes to wish them back a safe journey back to the spiritual realm. One of the most prominent symbols in any religion really, mm-hmm. um, but it stems from the ancient times, mm-hmm. um, is bread. Um, and bread is the symbol of the material, the material value of life. So when you're talking about like money or growth, mm-hmm. income, you know, before money was even around, they had a barter system, things right. like that. So I still like to barter. <laughs> <laughs> um, and this is not even on a, necessarily a material level. They believe that bread is just the source of, of gain, of what you have, right? Um, a material version of that. Mm-hmm. And so even when you pass, it still is the same, right? That, doesn't, that symbol doesn't change from this realm into the other realm. Right. Um, and so that's why you'll see bread mentioned a lot um, during this holiday as mm-hmm. well, um, because the exchange of bread... Especially like when they when you do the feasts for the ancestors and things like that, mm-hmm. um, it's a source of of nourishment, but it also is you're you're giving what you have, your harvest or whatever, right? That work that you've put in, mm-hmm. you're 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 sharing that, giving that to somebody else, whether they're alive or dead, doesn't matter. Right. For for people who have passed though, those people don't have a life they can't cultivate. Right. that anymore until they go to the afterlife right right and so that whole belief of we must nourish them mm-hmm. in uh, mexican tradition yeah um they make a like a sweet kind of sweet spicy bread mm-hmm. um and they they share that as well and they usually make them into like skulls you know the, yes. the shape of skulls and yes. stuff yeah yeah i've actually i think i ate one before I was actually going to uh, put a recipe for one on. Uh, oh, that would be cool. On Facebook or Instagram or whatever, and share that. Um, there's a book that I really, really love. I don't have kids, but oh. it's a book for kids technically. But yeah. it's a it's a fun book, and it's called Circle Round: Raising Children in the Goddess Traditions. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And they have a lot of like cool like arts and crafts. Oh, cool! And recipes and things, and a lot of the recipes are really easy to do because uh-huh. they're for kids. So yeah. I'll share one of them, um, and I'll share the one for the Day of the Dead. It's called Bread of the Dead. 
there are spells that you can do True. as well. Um, and this is something that, you know, obviously if, if, if this is something that bothers you, then, you know, you know, don't do it. But um, it, it really has nothing to do with religion. You yeah. know, this is, this is things that you can do to manifest things or to help you let go of things in your life. Right. And with Samhain... Everything is about leaving the past in the past and moving forward. Right. And so you want to, if you're going to do spells, you want to do spells that are are going to help you let go. Right. And um, one spell, just to kind of give you an idea, would be if you have a basket, mm-hmm. um, you want to fill it. You want to fill the basket with things from the previous year that are of no use to you anymore. Right. And you take the basket and you take a purple candle and you this you want to do this probably right before it, it turns to November 1st. Yes. So maybe an hour within the, the, that hour right before. Um, and you want to focus on that candle. Um, and with spells, I always think they're better if you write your own words. Exactly. Um, yes, you can go online, you can ask somebody, you know, there's, there's tons of stuff out there. Um, it has more power when it comes to It does. It has a lot more power when you write it. Um, look through the stuff that you have in the basket and, and, and write something about letting that stuff go, about how that stuff wasn't of use to you anymore, and what you want to see going forward. And then... Once the new year has come, it's November 1st, um, you want to either bury that stuff, depending upon what kind of stuff is in your basket, maybe you can donate it. Um, again, it really depends on what what is in your basket, if there's anything negative, right. anything that, you know, anything that brings really bad feelings or maybe something has something to do with someone that's past, don't donate that stuff. But again, it, you know, whatever you have in your basket, you want to make sure that you no longer keep that stuff. Right. So you bury it, you donate it, you burn it, whatever it is, you need to take that stuff that's in that basket and you need to get rid of it because it is no longer there. It is gone from your life. Right. Another thing that you can do when you're doing the ritual that I think is kind of fun is to add tones or music. Mm-hmm. Um, so in the background... Um, some people like singing bowls. You can get a bell. Oh, you can ring a bell. Singing bowls are beautiful. Mm-hmm. You can get. You can play music, but you want to make sure that you're playing music that helps you focus on what you are what doing. Yeah. Right. Kind of clear your mind. Yeah. It kind of make it otherworldly, yeah. so that you feel like um, there's kind of magic happening in a sense. Right. So this yeah. is just a little idea of something that you can that's try to very good welcome in the new year. Yeah. Because that's what it is about New Year. See, for Celtic people or pagans or those who follow that, um, the part of having a new year is to let go of the old and go in with a clean slate for the new year. Well, that's what everybody does for the new year when it's the first of the year. Right. You set you know, your resolutions that you want to do. And to, you know, make positive changes. 
well, that's what we're doing. It's just a different time frame. And actually, some businesses still use October 31st as the end of their year. Mm-hmm. And the first is the beginning of their new year because I used to do accounting and that's, I found that right. pretty cool. <laughs> and if you're one of those people who you kind of celebrate both in a way, yeah, you can kind of separate them out and make it where Halloween is more of a deeper thing. So things that really matter. Mm-hmm. That need to be let go. You you work on them then, and then stuff that's just kind of like your mundane kind of life stuff. Yep. Then and save that for you know January first, right? right? So like, you know, if if you're trying to get through a bad relationship, that would be something that you would want to focus on with Salon. And then if you're trying to lose weight, that would be something that you could focus on for January first. Right. What do you want to say? Share for creative, or was that your creative? Nope, that was not my creative. Okay, creative. Just so, go first with creative, and then I'll do mine. So, for my creative, it's been a while since I've sang yes. on the podcast. Yes. I'm going to sing the song Salon Night. If you remember, that was the song that I sang for the Arizona Celtic Woman October concert. Yes. Um, I thought it was very fitting yes. to do that for my creative this time, so I'm going to re-sing the song again. Um, that song, it's not very clear when you, when you read the lyrics right. or hear the lyrics what the song is about. When I listen to it, I listen to it with more of a spiritual sense. Mm -hmm. To me, it sounds like somebody is out in the forest and they are with a person who has passed. And I'll leave it at that because I don't want to go into too much detail with it. I want you guys to hear it, look up the lyrics if you want, and... And get what you want out of it. But when I hear it, that that is what I think of. Mm-hmm. And you can listen to it and just think, eh, it's just two people spending time together talking or whatever. But because it's called Salmon Night, I think there's more to that. Mm-hmm. And I it, there's this mysterious quality to it where it's like there's something special with these two people right. in this well, forest. Oh, I can't wait. So... That is, I'm going to sing Samhain Night by Lorena McKennett. Oh, you know I love her too. Oh my God. Yay! When the moon on a cloud cast night hung above the tree And 
What is your creative? Oh, my creative, I wrote a poem. So, and the poem's called On All Hallows' Eve. So, on all hallows' eve, the veil is low, the wind moans and the nights grow cold. Harvest is done and longer nights come, festival fun for everyone. Colors of orange and black and gold, spooky stories and tales to be told. Magic is in the air and fortunes being sold. One with nature and running amok. Where there's magic, there's bound to be luck. Bobbing for apples can be quite fun. Dancing and celebrating with everyone. What could be more perfect? What can be a more perfect night than to sit by a bonfire and watch the moonlight? Oh, that is really cool. Did you just write that? Yeah. It's it's really in season. I yes, really like that. Isn't that yeah. Cool? It matches today. Uh -huh. <laughs> <laughs> so enjoy your All Hallows Eve and your All Saints Day and your All Souls Day. Or as we like to say, enjoy a Samhain. It's very blessed. And may you have a blessed weekend. Yes. So thank you for joining us. And to let you know, we do have an Instagram account. So you can find us at on Instagram at Eclectic Soul Podcast. Facebook page, of course, is still eclecticsoul.org. Our YouTube channel is Eclectic Soul. And our email is eclecticsoulpodcast at gmail.com. And we still have our website that is up fully running, eclecticsoul.org. You can contact me on my Instagram at just call me Ginger and my personal page on Facebook, just call me Ginger. <laughs> and I think that's it. <laughs> it's one of those nights. I want to get to the festivities. <laughs> oh, pumpkin ring sounds good right about now. What about yes. yours, Jen? I am Music and Mystery on Instagram. And Facebook. Mm -hmm. And what else? I have a SoundCloud. Yeah, you have a SoundCloud. I have a SoundCloud. Yeah, and I have a website. But they're all music and mystery. Yep. So. That's music, M-U-S-I-C, with the N, and then mystery. Mm -hmm. So thank you for joining us. Yes, thank you. Happy Samhain. Happy Halloween. Bye. Bye.